Chapter 1 of the Catholic Church and Conversion. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Richa. The Catholic Church and Conversion by G. K. Chesterton. Introductory A New Religion. The Catholic faith used to be called the Old Religion, but at the present moment it has a recognized place among the new religions. This has nothing to do with its truth or falsehood, but it is a fact that has a great deal to do with the understanding of the modern world. It would be very undesirable that modern men should accept Catholicism merely as a novelty, but it is a novelty. It does act upon its existing environment with the peculiar force and freshness of a novelty. Even those who denounce it generally denounce it as a novelty, as an innovation and not merely a survival. The talk of the advanced party in the Church of England, the talk of the aggression of the Church of Rome, when they talk of an extremist, they are as likely to mean a ritualist as a socialist, given any normal, respectable Protestant family, Anglican or Puritan, in England or America, we shall find that Catholicism is actually for practical purposes treated as a new religion, that is, a revolution. It is not a survival. It is not in that sense an antiquity. It does not necessarily owe anything to tradition. In places where tradition can do nothing for it, in places where all the tradition is against it, it is intruding on its own merits, not as a tradition but a truth. The father of some such Anglican or American Puritan family will find, very often, that all his children are breaking away from his own more or less Christian compromise regarded as normal in the nineteenth century and going off in various directions after various faiths or fashions which he would call fads one of his sons will become a socialist and hang up a portrait of lenin one of his daughters will become a spiritualist and play with a planchette another daughter will go over to christian science and it is quite likely that another son will go over to rome the point is for the moment that from the point of view of the father and even in a sense of the family all these things act after the manner of new religions of great movements of enthusiasms that carry young people off their feet and leave older people bewildered or annoyed catholicism indeed even more than the others is often spoken of as if it were actually one of the wild passions of youth optimistic aunts and uncles say that the youth will get over it as if it were a childish love affair or that unfortunate business with the barmaid darker and sterner aunts and uncles perhaps at a rather earlier period used actually to talk about it as an indecent indulgence as if its literature were literally a sort of pornography newman remarks quite naturally as if there were nothing odd about it at the time that an undergraduate found with an ascetic manual or a book of monastic meditations was under a sort of cloud or taint, as having been caught with a bad book in his possession. He had been wallowing in the sensual pleasures of nuns, or inflaming his lusts by contemplating an incorrect number of candles. It is perhaps no longer the custom to regard conversion as a form of dissipation, but it is still common to regard conversion as a form of revolt and as regards the established convention of much of the modern world it is a revolt the worthy merchant of the middle class the worthy farmer of the middle west when he sends his son to college 
does now feel a faint alarm lest the boy should fall among thieves in the sense of communists but he has the same sort of fear lest he should fall among catholics now he has no fear lest he should fall among calvinists he has no fear that his children will become seventeenth century supralapsarians however much he may dislike that doctrine he is not even particularly troubled by the possibility of their adopting the extreme sulfidium conceptions once common among some of the more extravagant methodists he is not likely to await with terror the telegram that will inform him that his son has become a fifth monarchy man any more than that he has joined the albignesians he does not exactly lie awake at night wondering whether tom at oxford has become a lutheran any more than a lord all these religions he dimly recognizes as dead religions or at any rate as old religions and he is only frightened of new religions he is only frightened of those fresh provocative paradoxical new notions that fly to the young people's heads but amongst these dangerous juvenile attractions he does in practice class the freshness and novelty of rome now this is rather odd because rome is not so very new among these annoying new religions one is rather an old religion but it is the only old religion that is so new when it was originally and really new no doubt a roman father often found himself in the same position as the anglican or puritan father he too might find all his children going strange ways and deserting the household gods and the sacred temple of the capital he too might find that one of those children had joined the christians in their ecclesia and possibly in their catacombs but he would have found that of his other children one cared for nothing but the mysteries of orpheus another was inclined to follow mithras another was a new pythagorean who had learned vegetarianism from the hindus and so on though the roman father unlike the victorian father might have the pleasure of exercising the patria potestas and cutting off the heads of all the heretics he could not cut off the stream of all the heresies only by this time most of the streams have run rather dry it is now seldom necessary for the ancient parent to warn his children against the undesirable society of the bull of mithras or even to wean him from the exclusive contemplation of orpheus and though we have vegetarians always with us they mostly know but about proteids than about pythagoras but that of the youthful extravagance is still youthful that other new religion is once again new that one fleeting fashion has refused to fleet and that ancient bit of modernity is still modern it is still to the protestant parent now exactly what it was to the pagan parent then we might say simply that it is a nuisance but anyhow it is a novelty it is not simply what the father is used to or even what the son is used to it is coming in as something fresh and disturbing whether as it came to the greeks who were always seeking some new thing or as it came to the shepherds who first heard the cry upon the hills of the good news that our language calls the gospel we can explain the fact of the greeks in the time of st paul regarding it as a new thing because it was a new thing but who will explain why it is still as new to the last of the converts as it was to the first of the shepherds it is as if a man a hundred years old entered the olympian games among the young greek athletes which would surely have been the basis of a greek legend there is something almost as legendary about the religion 
that is two thousand years old now appearing as a rival of the new religions that is what has to be explained and cannot be explained away nothing can turn the legend into a myth we have seen with our own eyes and heard with our own ears this great modern quarrel between young catholics and old protestants and it is the first step to recognize in any study of modern conversion i am not going to talk about numbers and statistics though i may say something about them later the first fact to realize is a difference of substance which falsifies all the difference of size the great majority of protestant bodies today whether they are strong or weak are not strengthened in this particular fashion by the actual attraction of their new followers to their old doctrines a young man will suddenly become a catholic priest or even a catholic monk because he has a spontaneous and even impatient personal enthusiasm for the doctrine of virginity as it appeared to saint catherine or saint clare but how many men become baptist ministers because they have a personal horror of the idea of an innocent infant coming unconsciously to christ how many honest presbyterian ministers in scotland really want to go back to john knox as a catholic mystic might want to go back to john of the cross these men inherit positions which they feel they can hold with reasonable consistency and general agreement but they do inherit them for them religion is tradition we catholics naturally do not sneer at tradition but we say that in this case it is really tradition and nothing else not one man in a hundred of these people would ever have joined his present communion if he had been born outside it not one man in a thousand of them would have invented anything like his church formulas if they had not been laid down for him none of them has any real reason for being in their own particular church whatever good reason they may still have for being outside ours in other words the old creed of their communion has ceased to function as a fresh and stimulating idea it is at best a motto or a war cry and at the worst a catchword but it is not meeting contemporary ideas like a contemporary idea in their time and in their turn we believe that those other contemporary ideas will also prove their mortality by having also become mottoes and catchwords and traditions a century or two hence spiritualism may be a tradition and socialism may be a tradition and christian science may be a tradition but catholicism will not be a tradition it will still be a nuisance and a new and dangerous thing these are the general considerations which govern any personal study of conversion to the catholic faith the church has defended tradition in a time which stupidly denied and despised tradition but that is simply because the church is always the one thing defending whatever is at the moment stupidly despised it is already beginning to appear as the only champion of reason in the twentieth century as it was the only champion of tradition in the nineteenth we know that the higher mathematics is trying to deny that two and two make four and the higher mysticism to imagine something that is beyond good and evil amid all these anti-rational philosophies ours will remain the only rational philosophy in the same spirit the church did indeed point out the value of tradition to a time which treated it as quite valueless the nineteenth century neglect of tradition and mania for mere documents were altogether nonsensical they amounted to saying that men always tell lies to children but men never make mistakes in books but though our sympathies are traditional because 
they are human it is not that part of the thing which stamps it as divine the mark of the faith is not tradition it is conversion it is the miracle by which men find truth in spite of tradition and often with the rending of all the roots of humanity it is with the nature of this process that i propose to deal and it is difficult to deal with it without introducing something of a personal element my own is only a very trivial case but naturally it is the case i know best and i shall be compelled in the pages that follow to take many illustrations from it i have therefore thought it well to put first this natural note on the nature of the movement in my time to show that i am well aware that it is a very much larger and even a very much later movement than is implied in describing my own life or generation i believe it will be more and more an issue for the rising generation and for the generation after that as they discover the actual alternative in the awful actualities of our time and catholics when they stand up together and sing faith of our fathers may realize almost with amusement that they might well be singing faith of our children and in many cases the return has been so recent as almost to deserve the description of a children's crusade. End of chapter 1